Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Dan Michaels, and welcome to the Slow Down Method Podcast. Hey, everyone. Hope you guys are having a wonderful day today. Just want to say thank you for joining me on another Wednesday here on my podcast. If you are a new listener, just want to say thank you for taking the time to listen to my podcast. And if you are a returning listener, I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for listening. And if you feel like it, you can always share my podcast here on either Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or if you like, you can jump on anchor.com. That's where I record my podcast here. And I bring out new episodes every Wednesday. So make sure you share them with your friends, your family, your neighbors. Heck, you can even share it with strangers. Maybe they would appreciate it. But without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, thank you for joining me for another episode here on my podcast. I hope you're doing well today. And like always, I hope your week is going fantastic. And I also hope your Christmas went spectacular. Hopefully you got everything you wanted, that you got to spend time with friends and family, and that you also ate way too much food. I know I did in all three of those areas, so it was a great time. Uh, the cool thing this year was... I actually actually got to spend time with my family. Um, and not only that, but I also got to spend time with my girlfriend's family. So both of those uh, opportunities were really great because the last couple of years, um, give or take maybe four, five, six, seven, eight years, <laughs> I wasn't able to actually um, celebrate Christmas with my family per se in terms of being there with them um oftentimes it was over facetime or something just you know just far off because i lived in florida and my family lives in pa and for me i couldn't just jump on a plane and go visit them because for myself i worked in retail for so long and unfortunately, anyone who's working in retail, you know what I'm going to talk about. Well, at least for the company I worked for, we call them blackout gates, where you couldn't request off. Or you could, but there was a higher chance you weren't going to get those gates off. And when you're one in management, two, um, you live far away and, you know, you can't just see your family whenever you want to. And three, uh, you work at one of the, um, you work in a career no what's the word you work in a um in the business where it's really busy and in high demand um with everyone else buying stuff so for me i didn't really get to celebrate christmas that often with my family but this year i was able to not only that but be able to spend time with my girlfriend's family was really cool um i got my girlfriend's kid a couple gifts i want to say he liked it but he was very distracted by everything in a good way, you know, because he's only two. And I always think that's really funny because when you're a little kid, you, you're you not like, I don't know, it's just funny. Like watching a two-year-old try to understand what's happening was really fun because like he didn't really understand what was going on. Even like the concept of opening a gift was like brand new to him so even being able to do that and share that moment with him it was cool you know i mean he was very polite in unwrapping which is really funny he would um you know not like rip open the gifts but he would kind of slowly unwrap it like tear the paper make sure every piece of paper was off before he got his gift and he was ecstatic because you know there's times we uh someone got him books 
thrill. He loves to like look and read, or at least pretend reading. Um, he likes to play with the cars. I got him cars and everything. The funny thing is, I bought him a skateboard and track with me for a second. I know he's only two, and you know, some kids are different. Some kids you can kind of like introduce different things to them um, early on, while other kids it may take time. It just you know depends on what the kid might have seen, know, or is used to. So with him, I gave him a skateboard, and he really did, like, find it interesting. Now, do I believe he's gonna, like, ride on it, sit on it, do anything with it? Eh, probably not. But I won't lie, I got it for a steal of a price, so I don't care. Like, homie's gonna maybe grow up with it and be able to ride it around, maybe, question mark? We'll have to see, you know? But that was really fun to just watch, like, I guess a kid be a kid. Um, even if he didn't exactly under uh, exactly understand, just like that sentence, I had a hard time understanding. <laughs> but yeah, so it was a cool time, you know. And of course, bought my family gifts, bought my girlfriend gifts, bought my girlfriend's family gifts, the whole shebang, right? And again, I, I think I said this in my last episode. When people always ask me what I want for Christmas. I don't know, mainly because I stress out a lot about buying gifts for people because, again, it's something I don't naturally do. I do it when I want to, but when it's like a holiday or something where you're um, kind of obliged to, you know, that's where I kind of like blank out and just focus on what they want, what they're looking for, what they're hoping to get, stuff like that. And you, you know you want to get them like a good gift, or at least most of the people, right? So. That's where I was focused on. And of course, you gotta always check your bank account and be like, all right, do I have enough for this, for that, for that, you know, stuff like that. And thankfully, I got it. I was surprised. I don't know how it happened. And I'll just, you know, shout out to God for a minute because I definitely thought I spent a lot more money because my bank account said I did. But then somehow I had more money left over than I've ever had before, which is really weird. But I'll take it. I'm not going to complain. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was really um, cool, awesome gift for me. Now, don't get me wrong. I did get some gifts. My girlfriend hooked me up with some energy drinks, which was amazing. I'll probably die because I burned through energy drinks, like, really quickly because I, I drink them all the time. I might have a problem. We'll see. Um, and not only that, I got this really cool um, hoodie, which I'm literally literally wearing right now from uh, the nonprofit uh, the House of Ride Nature or the organization also known as Ride Nature which is based in Florida dude I miss going to that coffee shop all the time but my girlfriend got me a hoodie by them and it made my day it made me like honestly I'll be real I honestly miss a lot of my homies down in Florida I miss my roommate Christian I miss my friend Zach and Alex and like even my other friends from like Ride Nature like Hannah uh, Danny and all of them like I, I, I really do miss a lot of the homies you know um, and it's funny to think back at a lot of the memories I had there not granted I know people moved and have gone on to do different things so like it's not the um, the Fort Myers that I used to know but still it makes me miss what it was you know what I mean um, but all that to say is I had a good Christmas um, and usually like I've said before sometimes the holidays bring a little bit more like depression in my life this year Maybe I was just too busy to be depressed. I don't know. Because um, this year was, you know, crazy with work and everything. And, yeah, I don't know. It was just, you know, a different time. Maybe maybe next year will be different. Um, I almost kind of wish 
it's a little different next year. Not because it was bad this year, but I guess I'm hoping for it to get better and better every year. I don't know. That's just that's me being optimistic, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I will say this: me working in retail, the the worst part about retail is the um, the days coming towards Christmas, because clearly business picks up and people are crazy. They're stressed. This and the other. Um, and then the like, and so that's like not great. However, what's even mm, well, probably just as annoying is the decline from Christmas because the like the week between, uh, or I guess the week after Christmas, it's a lot of people who are returning things, exchanging things, stuff like that. So like, you're like if you work in retail. Ideally, you could make money, but there's also a chance you're not making as much money because people are trading stuff in or just returning things all together, and they want you to find this item, but you didn't sell it because that person who bought that gift for that individual bought it three months ahead of time, so we no longer have it in stock, and you can't find it, you can't buy it, you know, all that. And then they get mad at you, and you know, the craziness, right? Like, the craziness doesn't end until January. And once it hits January, again, I, I'm just speaking from my own experience, but I'm pretty sure this is for a lot of companies. As soon as January hits and like Christmas is over and New Year's Eve and New Year's Day is over, then it's dead. Like retail is back to what we call normal, but it's a very desolate wasteland of retail because now you're just hoping people come in and buy things, you know, your goals that you're supposed to make on a daily basis has shrunken from like $12,000, $14,000, $19,000 to like two or three grand every day. And that's like, if you're lucky. So it's always kind of funny to um, adapt to that kind of change. And again, like, it's nice because once all that craziness is done, as a retail worker, you get more of your normal people in, people who aren't as crazy, aren't as hype, um, or maybe mostly charged. And it's a little bit nicer to deal with people. Already, like, I think throughout this Christmas ramp up to it, um, I've only encountered a couple, like, crazy people, at least on my end. I'm sure we've encountered way more at other locations and stores and stuff like that. Um, I've even had one old lady get upset with me because she wanted me to open the doors early because she was there and the price of gas was too much even though gas went down so I don't know what she was talking about and um and the fact that we didn't open at that time we opened at a different time and she's like well you know I'm already here I have an appointment blah 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 and for me like you know a lot of times I try my best to really help out people and stuff but when it comes to that I'm like well look I'm not that's not Unfortunately, that's not going to happen because we don't open, right? We open when everyone else needs to be open and when we're designated. Like, yes, I get it. You know, uh, like, you know, at Target where you can, like, buy stuff online and pick up in store. A lot of, like, companies do that now. You know, this person had called and said, like, hey, you know, I bought this thing. Can I come in and get it? And it's like, well, yeah, when we open. And they're like, but I'm here now. And I'm like, yeah, but unfortunately we don't open, so you can't get something that like the doors aren't open for then the old lady got mad blah 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 blah. ironically she came out or she came back at 5 p.m and her excuse for 
not um, canceling her order was she needed it for Christmas. Yet, even though over the phone, she told me that, you know, oh, you sh I would probably tell you to shove it and that I'll tell your corporate office about this uh, situation. And, you know, me being a very good customer service person was, you know, I was apologetic and I said, hey, you know, I'm sorry. Like, you know, if you come back when we open, I'll totally help you out, totally get what you need and the whole nine yards. And, you know, she responded very negatively. And then she comes back at 5 p.m. And, you know, she's like, well, you know, I would have canceled, but I need this for Christmas. Oh, so at the end of the day, your story doesn't matter. You still showed up and you still got the item, even though you told me you were going to cancel it. Very ironic, right? So that's like a little small story I've had during uh, my Christmas craziness. Hopefully, none of y'all have experienced that if you're in retail or if you're in the food industry. Any, pretty much any, let's be real, holidays in general, people become like either the worst people in the world or they're very nice. I would argue a lot of people who have to deal with people, aka customer service or customer something related, you have to deal with a lot of horrible people um, or people who are having a bad day or a stress day or whatever the case may be. And apparently we are now getting hired as, um, you know, either punching bags or becoming their therapist or their counselor, whatever the case may be. And it's like, I get it. You're stressed. I'm stressed. We're all stressed. Guess what? We all got to chill, right? But that's just me. Anyway, I'm going to get off my soapbox here because I don't want to talk about this um, because I'm still in the craziness and trying to relax. Here's how I know I'm slowly getting stressed, by the way. I realize I'm getting stressed because my left eye is like twitching a lot these past couple days. And at first I'm like, you know, sometimes um, if you don't get enough sleep, um, if there's something in your eye, like there's, there should be reasons like why your, your eye is twitching. However, the only thing I can really point to is the maybe stress that I've encountered. And I will admit, like, you might ask me, oh, am I stressed out? I don't feel stressed. There are moments where I get frustrated. And then maybe that might be like a blinker of like, oh, wow, I am like maybe a little stressed or whatever or burnt out or whatever the case may, may be. And again, not even burnt out, just exhausted from like the daily things I have to do. Um... And even then, like, and I get it, like, I've talked about this last, uh, two weeks ago, like, I don't really get burnt out, but my voice does, apparently. <laughs> I don't really get burnt out, but there are things that exhaust me or frustrate me or, um, just annoy me, right? And I think that's normal for anyone, but it's learning how to handle it. And I realize as I'm, um, getting into the topic that I want to talk about, um, I realize that... I've become more of a problem solver than I ever have before. And it's not like I don't like problem solving. My issue is when there are simple things that need to be fixed or done or completed and people can't complete them or don't know how to handle it, that's where it gets a little frustrating because it's like, well, if you pause and like thought about it and use your brain, there is a high chance you would know how to proceed with this solution, right? Um, for example, even today, I had someone um, who came in, did that buy online, pick up in store kind of thing, and we had, uh, or I guess someone, whatever the case may be, they were going to pick something up, right? And it was ironic because they had ordered something else. And I, I remember this person's name, so I was able to reaccount for them, but um, I had 
had them pick up something like a few days ago, I don't remember when, and then they came back to pick up the second patch that, that just came through. So I accidentally hit the pickup button um, because I'm an idiot, but it was okay because I knew they had picked something up beforehand, so I knew that the package that they needed today was the right one. Then my one leader, who I'm not, I'm not going to like point out or anything, but they were like, oh, why did you do that? And I'm like, well, I made a mistake, but I'm sorry, like, I'll handle it. And then my other associate was just like, uh, well, uh, should I ask uh, them if, uh, if they got the uh, other package or uh, I, I'm, I, don't, I don't, do you want me to ask? And I'm literally hearing that. I was like, dude, like, just give me the box. If I messed up, I can fix it, all right? Second off, like, you are asking 82 questions in your brain and you can't ask me one, so I'm gonna handle it. Ironically, I walk out there, talk to the customer, and I'm like, hey, I remember you guys last time. You picked up a package. You're picking up a second one, right? And they're like, yes. And I'm like, all right, cool. And it was this one to confirm. And they're like, yeah, because we got the other one last time. I'm like, that's what I thought. Got it all figured out, settled, done. And then I come back and like whoever back there is like, oh, are you like stressed out or whatever? And I'm like, no, I'm not stressed. I just hate the fact that like here I am having to solve simple problems. And I think that's like my big pet peeve is realizing there's a lot of things that people can solve, fix, or do, and at least in my job, let's say. And there's a lot of people who don't do it, refuse to do it, know they can do it, but don't know how to do it, or just like don't try and figure it out. And I think that's something that annoys me is just like, if you know what to do, figure it out, you know, or don't just like make me do it. Like you need to figure this out, you know, just stuff like that. Or just, ah, you know, just random things. So all that to say is I would argue if I do ever get burnt out or stressed out or annoyed or frustrated, I mean, don't get me wrong, customers are whatever, like, they can be kind of crazy, but arguably, I would say sometimes it's your own team that can frustrate you, because you know they're capable of doing more, you also kind of expect them to do more to some degree, and then when they don't put the points on the board, or they can't deliver, or they almost ask questions that you're like, you should know this, and they respond like, oh, I don't know, or I've never been told that, or whatever, then it's like, bro, come on, please, just get this done, figure it out, rawr, you know? <laughs> so, as you can tell, I may or may not be, um, be very seasoned in retail, and I'm not saying, like, this is happening right here, right now, but I've encountered enough similar examples where, you know, I had to help people out, and they're stressed out, or my team's stressed out, or I'm tired, or whatever the case may be. So, I will say this, can't wait for the new year to begin, just so we can kind of get that refresh. Um, and, you know, I, I always forget, like, around this time it gets crazy. So, again, it's not me ever roasting someone or blasting people, it's just the fact that, like, for me, I'm aware of how things usually are. And I get that some people are stressed or whatever the case may be, but we just gotta get through it, you know what I mean? Um, and then, let's see, oh, and then that kind of just brings me to my final thought here, which is overall the topic and what I want to talk about instead of my soap opera dance that I've been doing in the last, like, 15 minutes. But it's the overall fact that the job I'm looking for. So, 
Um, right now, I've been in conversation with my uh, higher-ups, and there is a possibility to move up within the company that I work for. I think it's a great opportunity. I think it's fun. I think it's cool. Here's the thing. And I've, and I've been very adamant to it with like other people who have asked me about it. Do I want the position um, because like I have that desire and passion for it? No, not really. I don't want it because even though the company that I work for isn't bad, isn't a company I want to grow with um, in, I guess, the overall future of my life? Not exactly. You know, it's not a bad company, like I've said, but I think I just know there's something more for me and I enjoy what I do now, but I don't want that to be my prolonged future. Does that make sense? And, you know, I get it. Some of you guys are working some really good jobs or working a job that you've been there forever. And again, like, I'm, this is not me saying, hey, I'm better than you because you can't move on. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, if anything, sometimes I'm envious of you guys because it seems like you know what you want to do or at least have a better idea. Like, okay, cool. I'm here to stay here, right? And I would argue there are definitely some jobs that are probably, um, just like, you know, better in terms of like staying with that company, right? So one thing I have to check myself on, and maybe you're in the same position where you're like, oh, over my job, right? I would say that the biggest check that I've had to do on myself is to not compare my job and my title and the opportunities I get with other people and what they're doing in work and life, because then, yeah, I can always see what they're having enjoyment on and what they're doing better or what they're getting more access to while I'm doing whatever, right? And so that's one thing I've had to really kind of uh, humble myself with. But then the second thing is, is being really, really authentic and true with myself and go, hey, you know, do you, do you want to work here? Like when you, when you look in your five years, is this a company you want to be with for the next five years? the next two years, the next one year. And like, to be honest, no, it's not. Not because again, the company's bad or anything like that, but I want something more. You know, one thing I was really challenging myself with is looking at what you, you know, like you kind of look at what you do at your job and see like, you know, what good or benefit you can get from it or what you can give others, right? I look at it and again, I'm always challenged by this, especially with materialism. I ask myself, what am I truly building? You know, what is the house or foundation or whatever the case and whatever the metaphor might be that I'm building for myself in the next year, the next couple years and so on and so forth. In reality, it's a lot of the same thing. And don't get me wrong, you know, knowing what you're going to get into the year following after that, after that, after that, it is good, you know, and this opportunity that it is presenting to me is a good one, you know good pay, same amount of hours, the whole nine yards. But again, the question remains, even though I'm, I might be building a little bit more money in my bank account, is it really building something in the long term of my life where I am proud of that I wake up and get excited for? If we're being honest, no, you know, then to a degree, I still look at the job in which I'm at, whether it's the position I'm at right now, if I move up, if I move up a little more, I will always kind of see myself at this company as a entry-level position, no matter how high up I can get with the company. And I know that sounds maybe like, what's the word? 
maybe I'm like doubting myself or like dogging myself, but it's it's not that. It's the fact that I just know like, you know, it's a good job, but there's more for me, you know? And so that's something I'm, I've been really challenged about because I've tried to figure out what the next step would be, you know? Oftentimes, it's easy, it's easy to jump into a new thing, try something different, um, just to get out of your current situation. And I, I used to do that here and there with, like, my job or whatever the case may be. And I'm realizing, you know, hey, even though I may not love this job, there's a proper way to look for other employment. And so for me, the toughest part is finding what I want to do. And the funny thing is, uh, I think I just heard someone talk about this. It's called passion pressure, I think, or pressure passion. It's one of those two uh, phrases, but pretty much it's, um, it's this idea that we have to find something we're passionate about. That if we're not finding something we're passionate about, we're like ruining our lives and, you know, just like put a lot of identity in our jobs, in our careers. And don't get me wrong, I understand that because for most of us, we work 40-hour days or at least a good amount of our day is at our job. And we forget, I think sometimes, that our job is not our identity. Yes, it's a part of us. Yes, it's something we do. But, like, ideally, that's also not who we are, though, you know? Um, and for some people, they, they might argue and say, well, that's not true. Like, I am this doctor. Yes, I am this dentist. Yes, I am this retail employer, this barista, or whatever the case may be. And if that's for you, cool. I love that for you because you're choosing to have that, right? For me, I look at any job and I go, yes, I can be a IT person or I can be a social media manager or I can be a retail worker and I can do all of that. Now, is it my identity? No, because I don't see that as like, oh, this is my passion, my life, right? So for me, I am looking for something that one, pays well, but also something I can enjoy that I can become more passionate about and learn about, don't get me wrong, um, but also realize, hey, you know, there's other things more than work. You know, I want to be able to spend my life enjoying some of the other things or maybe the fruits of my labor, right? You know, we're working all this, uh, you know, this these many hours. Apparently, I'm messing up my words, but we work all these hours to take a week vacation and then we go back to working 40 hours every week and, you know, paying to get food and, you know, your bills and taking care of your significant other and your family and this, that, and the other. And don't get me wrong, all that's necessary. But, like, I'm at a place now where I'm like, look, I know I'm a hard worker, but I want to get to a place where my hard work pays for having the opportunity to spend more time by myself or with the people I care about, you know? And so that's been something really challenging for me, you know. Again, sure, maybe somewhere down the line it'd be cool to own my own business. My girlfriend does that. She kicks butt at it, and she's really talented. For me, I, I got talent, I guess, in talking, but that's about it, right? <laughs> um, but I guess for me, I want to find something that is fun, maybe, a little bit, right? Um, but something I can enjoy, stick my teeth into. Um, and not even be maybe passionate about, but just have an interest in and be able to do, be able to do my passions outside of my job, right? Because again, like, 
you know, working in retail, it's like, it's my passion selling people, or selling people, that's slavery, guys. <laughs> it's my passion selling to people? No. Honestly, I don't want to sell things to people, but I do it because it's my job, right? You know, do I want to talk to every person that walks through the door of a, you know, whatever store I might be working at? No, I really don't. I'd rather not know about your day. I really don't care what you're drinking about or what you're looking for or whatever. Like, bro, you have eyes. You can see. Just tell me what you want, right? Um, so, I don't know. Just stuff like that's always really funny to me. But, you know, I want to be able to find something that I can enjoy. And thankfully, like, the job that I work at now, the reason why I enjoy it is because I enjoy the people I work with. And sometimes the people, like, the other, like, customers I, I talk to and stuff, that's cool. But I really enjoy the people I work with. There's a lot of good people that I get to see pretty much every day or at least every other day or every couple days. And they are amazing, and I really do appreciate them. Um, and they make working at the company I work at bearable, <laughs> to say the least, if not the most. And, you know, would I stay for them? No, absolutely not. I love them, don't get me wrong. But I would expect any of my team to move on if they have a better opportunity because they should be moving on. They should be growing. They should be getting catapulted into something they really want to do, right? And I think that's my biggest dream, And at least at my job, where don't get me wrong, the job's good, like I've said before, but I realize I love catapulting people to where they want to go, or at least something better, you know? I One thing my store manager back in Florida always told me uh, was, I'm never going to stop you from getting to where you want to be. You know, I'd rather push you out of the nest than keep you in this nest just for my own satisfaction. And, you know, that really challenged me because, you know, again, in the everyday life that we live, oftentimes we want to be the head honcho, we want to be the top dog, we want to be the top performer, this, that, and the other. But what I've learned a lot in leadership is it's not really about being the first person, you know, it's a lot of times being the last person. And again, that's me like almost quoting Simon Sinek, who is this inspirational speaker who is really good with like work um, environment um, and just like learning how to like make people better. And that's something I always try to remember is that it's not always about being first. Yeah, you might be the top salesman, you might be the top, I don't know, uh, performer at your job, you might be the quickest, whatever the case may be where they rank you. But sometimes being the last person shows more your worth. So for example, I remember sitting in my meetings at work and we would go through like the top performer and the leadership team. And very rarely was it me. And the case is, is the fact that I don't wake up and go, wow, I want to be the best like seller on that team. Because if I'm in the leadership group or leadership team, I'm trying to make my lower employees better, right? So there are like, I would argue 90% of my sales go under other associates, other people's names, because in a very nice way of saying it, I don't care about my sales because I know I'm trying to make my team better, you know? Unless it's like a really good one. Then I'm like, all right, give me that, you know? But I want my team to be better. I want people to be celebrated, you know? For example, like if I was the best on the numbers every day, all day, yeah, that's a no-brainer. I should be there, right? But if I can make my team better and celebrate them with the accomplishments they bring to the table, that celebrates myself because I'm saying, hey, 
I'm making you better. I'm giving you the opportunity. I'm giving you the chance to not only be good, but be great, right? And I think that's the biggest takeaway is oftentimes when I was younger and security-wise, I wanted to be seen. I wanted to be known. I wanted to be the best, right? Now that I'm older and also don't care as much, I realize sometimes it's not about being known. Sometimes it's not showing that you're the one that did that thing or what's the best or whatever. Sometimes it's learning how to um, support others and make them better. That is how you know you're doing better. It's when the numbers don't matter and it shows in your character how to be better, right? So if we're being honest, like, yeah, I'll admit I'm not always the greatest leader. I'm not even the greatest leader at my current job. I'll admit that. Now, do I think I'm, you know, good at my job? Yeah, I think I'm better than your average Joe. Don't get me wrong. But I will say this, is that the difference between me and maybe other leaders you could be working for or are working with now is the fact that, yes, you know, I can be cynical, I can be jokey, I can do all that, but there is a drive within me that, and I will say this, I don't like working, but I work, you know. You may not want, you know, I may not be, like, always the top dog, but we were talking about this uh, last episode, but I will be consistent. I will be, you know, persistent. I will work longer, work harder than your your average person, right? Because if you look at it, maybe you can give me 40 hours and give me, like, give me an, um, an associate that works 40 hours, and the difference is going to be seen right away. Sure, they might sell a lot, you know, they might have a higher um, sales goal and make their goal and all that, but for me, I'm being consistent because I'm not just making money, I'm also leading, I'm developing, I'm growing, I'm teaching, I'm coaching, you know, there's goals that need to be meet, met, what, what? <laughs> there are goals that need to be met, you know, people that need to be developed, whether it's associate, um, leadership, all that. You, like, yes, maybe in that one area that one associate can outshine me, but it's because I'm outshining that other individual in various other areas. And it's not saying like I'm better than them. I'm just saying that what I'm bringing to the table is more value. So you know what? Yeah, that associate could work for 40 hours and I could just work for five hours or 10 hours or two hours. But my passion and my heart is to be the best that I can be in those two hours than whatever they would be doing in their 40. Does that make sense? So for me, it's about being consistent, being concise, being the best I can be but also not burning myself out, right? And so in terms of a job, that's what I'm looking for, where I can put that passion, put that drive, put that commitment, put that consistency into something I care about. So, you know, that's that's my life. Maybe for you, you're different. Maybe your trajectory looks different. Your passion looks different. Your perspective looks different. Whatever the case may be, this is not me dogging you. If anything, it's challenging myself in order to be better, to find something that lines up with my life and the trajectory that I'm trying to go. And maybe this is challenging you, and I hope it kind of does. I want you guys to be able to look at your life and go, am I shooting to the area that I want to be? And I'm not just talking about your job. Am I becoming the person I want to be? Am I, you know, working towards that degree that I really want? Am I being the parent I want to be? Um, even if you're like a younger kid, like, I don't know, kid, teenager, whatever the case may be, you know, am I being the person I want to grow up to be? Am I letting my dreams, you know, die at the wayside? Or am I accomplish accomplishing those dreams, right? So I think that's all stuff to 
consider and challenge ourselves about because again I, and I know you know new year new me new year's eve's right around the corner the whole nine yards with that but for me it's not just about a new year new me it's a drive to be better no matter what time no matter what season i'm in you know whether i'm in the mountaintop view of my life or in the valleys of it like i want to be better and maybe that sounds like a workaholic or some like really driven person but it's really not like i i say that and i don't feel like this like oh i i, I gotta be the best more like no i just want to like keep growing right and i think that's fun for me in, in a weird way like I almost like that struggle you know I like the fact that the constant struggle of wanting to be better is there not to say that I'm without something not to say I'm insecure about something but it's that desire to continue to set a new limit a new record right so that's my life maybe for you you know that's not who you are and I'm totally cool with that uh, but if you are you know I do challenge you to see where you're at and again it is ironic we're about to enter the new year in like a couple days and maybe this is time for your new year's resolutions maybe it's time for your new year challenges whatever the stupid phrase you're going to use like i hope that whatever is going to come this next year you are driving passionately towards that and if you get off track get sidetracked you gotta take a little detour heck you're just off the road completely it's okay you know, just make daily progress each day. So that's my heart to yours. And again, I hope you guys had a great Christmas. I hope you have a great New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, New Year's everything. Am I right? Don't we need a great new year? <laughs> but I hope you guys have a great rest of this year and make the most of it so that when you enter your next year, it's going to be even better. All right, y'all. Hope you enjoy the rest of your day. I will catch y'all on the next one.